0: Hey everyone, welcome to Movie Films with Bill and Steve. I'm Steve. And I'm Bill. Movies talk! So let's talk wrestling again?
1: Uh, Steve, when you wanna do a theme month, and the films aren't that easy to get, you just gotta wing it!
0: Oh, you mean like the WWE does every week?
1: Oh!
0: Oh! Folks,
1: we're here for, to talk wrestling this week, but we'll be back to movies next week as we get into February, as we get into Black History Month, as we get into Bill and Steve. Talk about lesser known, but equally important black actors in the world. But until then, we're in the world of wrestling!
0: I hope that it's a really good movie that I really enjoy and isn't boring, and isn't from the 70s, and is not a gangster film.
1: Ah, shit. What? Nothing, Steve. We'll just, uh, we'll call an audible in the ring, as they say. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sweet. I hope it's Spawn. Who wants to see a Suplex! How are you doing this week, Bill? I'm doing great. Uh, not a lot going on. Uh, the AVNs were this past week, the uh, Adult Video News Awards. I think that's what AVN stands for. I don't fucking remember. It used to be a magazine. They don't have a magazine anymore. They have a website where they guess they do something. Well, so long Zach LeBron doesn't win anything, I'll be happy. Well, uh, I won't spell that just yet, but uh, they, this is the first year they're streaming on their, on their website, so I tried to catch some of it because I was interested to see what's going on in the world. Of adult entertainment and what's going on, who's getting who's winning the awards, who's doing what, who the, what are the names nowadays and stuff. And yeah, Axel Braun basically won all the categories he's nominated for in his production company for Just League Triple X, which, like usual, looks great but is boring as shit.
0: Mm, great,
1: I don't know what happened to the porn industry, Steve. Uh, and they, they the had
0: darkest timeline.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's been this way for, for a very long time. Yeah, uh, but it's always kind of the case where like, you guys could, you guys could used to be able to make really good films that just happen to have fucking in it, mm-hmm. and now you just make uh, 15 minutes of film and then lots of fucking
0: boring fucking. Please don't forget to point that out. Yeah, because that's the thing that people always say like, oh, you want you want a story in your porn? Like, first of all, fuck you. If it's two hours long, yes, I want a story. Do you just or do you just jerk off for two straight hours? Well, who watches porn that long? Fucking exactly. It's a the story with porn in it but second of all even ignoring that it's just not interesting sex it's boring the most interesting thing that happened in any of axelbron's pornos was something that i make fun of to this day and that's sticking it in his pee hole
1: <laughs> was that the was that the joker that did that in Saint yes. uh, suicide squad one yes yeah i forgot about that I right, that's what that's what got us uh blocked by axelbron on twitter was making fun of uh, the actor playing the Joker.
0: Yeah, what did I? You said he looked like that one actor,
1: James James. Uh, yeah, because he looked Wand?
0: just like James... he looked just like James Wan. What did I say it looked like? I don't even remember.
1: I uh, know it's not. No, I'm trying to remember the name of the actor. I, I, I everyone knows this guy. He's in fucking everything. But uh, Lord forbid, I um, can't remember his name. I'm gonna find it real quick through the power of Google. The best friend of any podcast the best it was james hong sorry yeah i thought he looked, hong, looked oh. yeah i thought he looked just like james hong because he had this he was just really fucked up with his grill he had his mouth i mean talk funky so i posted a picture on bronze twitter saying why does he look like james hong <laughs> boom instantly blocked <laughs> i guess the years of me shitting on him on facebook on his shitty fucking movies uh wasn't wasn't enough i had to insult an actor on twitter
0: Uh, I still remember, and again, we talked about this on the podcast, but you know what? Every episode may be someone's first. That's true. Um, I remember I got blocked from his Facebook because he posted his picture of his Supergirl costume saying that it was the best costume for Supergirl, and way better than than the show for, not the CW, what network was it on at first?
1: Uh, ABC? ABC. Whatever. Doesn't matter.
0: Um, And I just posted, like, um, yeah, I mean, Axel, usually your, your outfits look really, really great, but this one, I don't agree, man. Like, I don't recall Supergirl ever wearing anything like this, and this one that they have on the show is way closer to being accurate. Immediately blocked.
1: Well, I was gonna say, he didn't say it was the best, he said it was the most accurate. You're right, he did say it was the most accurate. And it's like, uh, no, that, no, <laughs> not at all, buddy, uh. <laughs>
0: And then I got ba- and then we both got banned from his Twitter because we we're making fun of his Joker from a Suicide Squad. And I fuck. Oh yeah, I said that it looked like Paul Rubens. <laughs> that's right.
1: Uh, that's a classic. CIVN's, um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Mostly, I always just mostly check in to see if anybody has stepped up to stop Axel Braun from winning fucking everything and making loads of money. I just cannot believe there's no one else out there that can do something.
0: Well, I guess you and I need to step up to the plate. We did it for the talking animal, Frank. Yes.
1: That's Genre. true, Steve. Uh, give us the money. We will make we will make porn great again.
0: Yes. Yes, we fucking will. There,
1: there was a time, you know, 30... Oh God, now it's like 40. 40 years ago that they could actually make really, really good, compelling films that just had had explicit fucking in them.
0: Okay, Bill. You know, here me at here. Okay. We, we do The Flash. Trip because it's a parody.
1: No, no, Steve let just give it a real porn name. The Flasher.
0: Okay. The Flasher. All the rogues are women.
1: Okay. I'm down for this. Let's do this. Let's get the money. Uh, so it's uh, let's get some po- porn names here. So um,
0: s- We don't have to keep this going. I don't okay. Captain is- Cunt.
1: <laughs> oh shit, it's great! <laughs> Reverse Flasher is a woman that just keeps putting on clothes. Yes. Just keeps putting
0: clothes on all the women. God damn it, the Reverse Flasher!
1: Steve, man, we have great ideas. (laughs) Oh my god. Excellent. Uh, So that was that. Um, Nothing else in particular. I haven't seen Shape of Water yet. Got a little busy, so I'll be going uh, tomorrow after recording this episode. I did see Den of Thieves, though.
0: Oh, okay. How was that?
1: It was great. It was just like a like a Tony Scott film. I know you haven't seen Heat, but a lot of people have seen Heat. I equate it to like if Heat was directed by Tony Scott instead of Michael Mann. It's just uh, feels like a mid '90s like crime thriller. It's like two two half hours long. There's scenes that don't need to be there, but they're just there. It's just like character development that I guess you don't really need, but I just really appreciate them being there. <laughs> and uh, Gerard Butler was just like. Looks like he is like fat strong. Like, he looks like a cop that was just mostly made of whiskey at this point in his career, and he's chain smoking throughout the entire film, which makes me think that this screenplay was written like 20 years ago, because he's in LA smoking inside bars, smoking like, everywhere he goes. <laughs> Something that's impossible. <laughs> I know, it's but I really appreciate it. Plus, he's just like not never not having like a bottle of whiskey in his hands. And um, my biggest takeaway is like O'Shea Jackson Jr., uh, Ice Cube's kid, who I saw in Strato Compton. Like, this is another thing I'm seeing him in. He's excellent he's doing excellent work acting so i hope he keeps getting roles and keeps doing great work uh so yeah if you can make it out to a matinee screening that movie is worth it sweet you know it's funny i was going on rotten tomatoes this usual bit where a critic's like little byline might sound like a negative where it's like oh this director is clearly seeing too much mi- too many michael mann films I'm like, well, f- f- sign me up. I'm, g- I'm ready, good, get- good to go.
0: Yeah, sweet,
1: awesome. Let's do this. <laughs> Trying to impersonate Tony Scott. Yeah, great. Let's go. I'm in. I'm in the theater now. Let's go. Let's rock and roll.
0: This movie is essentially Bad Baby Superman. Holy shit, is that good?
1: Oh Jesus!
0: <laughs> Let's fucking go.
1: So it's a great time. I definitely recommend checking that out. Steve, how are you doing this week?
0: Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, not too much going on. Just a uh, pretty wrestling heavy. Um, got some bad news from- well, not bad news, but, uh, kind of lame news from Amazon is that they are lowering, um, the amount of money that I make from Amazon Prime streaming. Mm-hmm. So, it is a suggestion to folks if you want to support, uh, it is- it will be slightly better to actually pay to rent, but that being said, I'm still getting paid when you watch movies on Amazon Prime, so mm-hmm. please don't feel, like, too guilty or anything. You know, I still get money from Amazon, and I think it's still gonna end up being more than what Netflix would offer. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's still like a 60% cut Which is pretty hefty I wish it was a little less But Their library has grown exponentially In the past couple of years So they probably realized they were paying too much money
1: Yeah, I was going to say When you first sent that, I'm like, I, that makes sense Amazon sounds like they are just paying way too much And it's like, well, we gotta We gotta, we gotta correct those. Yeah. I mean, sense. and again, I get
0: that I just wish there was more like a 40% cut As opposed to over half
1: Yeah well, it's really funny. I don't think we talked about this, but like over the last, I think maybe two weeks ago, I got by this point, uh, uh, YouTube sent out tons and tons of p- things to people, being like, "Hey, if you're not making what like four thousand hours of watch, four thousand hours, you're, yeah, you're losing like sponsor, like in being you know, like get paid and stuff." And
0: yeah, you know, no matter how many years you've been a YouTube partner, they just sent out an email last at the beginning of this month saying, "Like, hey, if you don't get a four thousand hour stream by February, you're fucked." Uh, which is really annoying because, you know, I took kind of the past year and a half off of YouTube for the most part because I was focusing on making feature films and I was going to use 2018 to start focusing more on doing like shorts and stuff for YouTube uh, because up until Karis Hell and then Meowy Christmas, um, I kept – I was uploading a good decent amount of stuff to YouTube and getting that, those sorts of views. But for the past year, because of the movies, I only have 1,000 hours streamed, and since I only had one month notice, there's no way in the world I can get 3,000 hours of streaming in, like, 30 days.
1: Steve, you just gotta make an unboxing video. I did, for Injustice. Targeting kids. Oh, shit. Make those kid movies. (laughs) Get your Spider-Man costume on, and have your wife dress up like Elsa, then have her, like, spank you in a bathtub covered in spaghetti. You know what? If it gets me the hours, I got to. God, there's some, there's some, there's some stuff that's questionable that makes on uh, like the YouTube kids thing that I see kids just watching on iPads at restaurants. Yeah, and it's just like, oh man, this is, uh, this is gross. But then again, that's on parents not get paying attention to what the fuck kids are doing. Well, yeah, who gives a shit? They're kids. Who gives a shit? Here, kid, just fucking sit on this. I'm having a migraine. <laughs> uh, Watch this weird spanking video. That's true. Which is really funny. Everyone got those e- emails from YouTube about that. I never got an email from YouTube. Well, I guess you got ten thousand hours of view time. I certainly don't have that. <laughs> I have. I just got like a couple thousand views on that stupid video where I threw pop boxes away. Then kept getting death threats from people.
0: Yeah, which is still one of my favorite things you've ever done.
1: I'm so sad. The other one I did where I smashed the boxes and threw them away didn't get nearly as much response as the, bo- the one I did just like randomly when I was like, I need to throw this box away. Well, let's film it. <laughs> Just I still have a giant box. Uh, I've been I've been keeping like more expensive stuff, like stuff I bought that I don't give a shit about. That know, like like San Diego Comic Con exclusives, all that type of stuff. I've been saving all those. I have I have some ideas for what I want to do with those boxes. It's a matter of taking time to do it. Mm-hmm. Hoping like it's a bit warm out, I'll finally get around to doing it. Sweet. I was going to make a uh, instructional video series on how to properly destroy and handle your boxes. Please do. So I'm, I'm. I still got that in the back of my mind. I'm sure I'll still do that. I'm sure a lot of people still get really upset. Of course they do. That I'm destroying these boxes that people need because they're Aspies.
0: <laughs> Come on, don't don't knock our fans.
1: Steve, there's videos of a guy. He's like, it he goes to Target. Like like those people that just post videos of their everyday life. Just post it on Twitter. It's like, oh, going toy hunting, and he sees a chase like Frodo pop that the box kind of beat up. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna do a, a sticker transfer So in the store, he's peeling the sticker off the one There's another Frodo there, he's putting it on there Taking the chase out of the bad box And putting the chase in the good box And it's like, oh, oh, there we go, all swapped Got a nice fresh box Jesus fucking Christ Because there's no difference Because like some of the boxes that have chases, the box itself isn't different It's matter of having the sticker and then the pop itself So it's let me just do this whole thing in the store Because I have to have a good condition box uh, uh. What's
0: wrong with people? I mean, you fucking show me that link of a guy that had to sign a contract with his wife.
1: Did you? Did you ever look at his collection?
0: I didn't look at the collection. No, I just looked uh, at the contract.
1: Yeah, that collection was something.
0: There's, I mean, if it's a collection that's making you say that's out of control,
1: I mean, Steve, there's always like when it comes to like the Funko Pop collector Reddit, you'll see people's collections as just from the f- floor to the ceiling stacked. Jesus. And a lot of times they're not even stacked where like the window's out so you can see the pop it's like there's tons of like side stacked all around the place it's like you can't even see what you're you're spending money on stuff and you can't even see what you're buying i'm not even You're not even looking at it i'm not even a big fan of -of out-of-box collectors i think you should open your shit up usually Mm -hmm. but these people are just like keeping in box and then putting it in such a way where either like so many people's collections just look like they're a store shelf or they look like they're a booth at a convention it's it, it's just like then then on top of that they're buying like the plastic uh, protector boxes like they're like 20 bucks each and just then you see people all the time it's like oh you know the investment I'm like okay you are people the thing this ain't, this, this, ain't, this ain't gonna turn out well for you no it's not because the bubble's gonna burst and then people are not gonna be able to dump their collections in time and then pe there there are those pops that people have spent like fifteen hundred two thousand dollars on oh my god that are just gonna I'm sure it will take some value because there's always going to be, like, when it comes to limited stuff, some people always value. But there's stuff that's just going to plummet, and it's not going to be worth anything.
0: That's just insane to me. And, like, to, to be clear for folks at home, if you don't understand, Bill and I are both collectors. You know, I got, I got shelves of fucking toys. Mm-hmm. But they're out of their boxes. <laughs> I'm not spending thousands of dollars on a single figure ever. I think my most expensive figure is $200, and even that was a gift, and it's only that expensive because it's a Hot Toys, Henry Cavill, Superman, so handsome, and so I sleep handsome. And I sleep with it every night, and then other friends got me an autograph of Henry Cavill, so I sleep with both things, and it's like I have a complete Henry against my skin. Also, I'm straight.
1: That's okay. I swear. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> So, it's one thing, like, yeah, be a collector, I don't know. There's just people that clearly have some sort of mental issue with mm-hmm. their collect. You know those people that are just way too, like, obsessive, compulsive about what they're buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the people that have to own everything, or the people, or, or then there's just people who think they're, you know, investing. That- and
0: I respect the people that just need to own everything way more than the people that are buying these tiny plastic figures as an investment. I think both are sad in their own way. Oh, yeah. I'd agree with that. But I'm just saying if I was forced to pick a group.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. You know, at the end of the day, though, I will always say this. uh, Funko Collectors are not anywhere in the same universe of terrible that Hot Wheels Collectors are in. Really? Hot Wheels Collectors are by far the worst collecting fan base group in the world. Okay, I, they're, take your, I believe They're it. full of just complete and total asshole fuck faces who are just. I'll just uh, some of this way. I, I've, I've seen numerous stories over there. I even went into some of this when I worked at Toys R Us. It'd be like, here's the com- most common story I'd hear from people is I was going out, I was going to put the box of Hot Wheels on the peg. There were already like five or six guys waiting for me, and they just knocked me over and started tearing the box apart before I could even put them on the pegs. Jesus Christ. And you'll see them, like, when I worked at Toys R Us all the time, there'd be that, that guy that's like, looks like he's in his 50s. Wearing blue jean overalls, trucker hat, just pulling stuff off the pegs, looking for, like, the stupid, like...
0: The number to see the, if it's the, silver the, wheels the, or something.
1: Yeah, the rare car, like those, like, chaser cars that, oh, I can walk outside and sell for 15 bucks. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Great, you're hunting down 97-cent cars. Great job. <laughs> and, it, yeah, it just constantly. I mean, this is pretty generally agreed with everybody that Hot Wheels collectors are the worst. Okay, well, good to know. If you're a hobbyist collector and you're not a piece of shit, I'm sorry. I don't mean to lump you in these people. Just 95% of your, your group are just abhorrent pieces of garbage. So. <laughs> uh, movie news. Uh, that Cloverfield 3. Four, and 4.
0: Movie. 7. Or just whatever movie, whatever movie they can buy and toss Cloverfield on. Clearly, at this point.
1: And then, like, film ten more minutes of an ending to throw aliens on for some reason. Sick. Super sick. Did you know there's, like, a, a Deep Blue Sea sequel coming out that's direct to home video? I didn't know that. I saw the trailer for it. Steve, it's it's really just the first movie, except it's uh, a lot cheaper, so it's a lot, like, worse CG effects. Of course. Like, they're still doing stuff with shark's brains. They're still in, like, an underground, like, abandoned U-boat... Service station. Uh, the sharks are too smart, and they start destroying the station, and attempt, you know, going to potentially kill the people. It's the exact same fucking movie, except it looks cheaper. Perfect. It, it, I was just kind of like, I thought maybe oh, because they, they, they're like oh, they're doing like remote control like sharks, like they train them and they're like click doing click click things, like they're training them like dogs and all this other type of stuff. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting way to go with it. Then it's like then boom, underwater research facility open bay thing where they bring a shark up to do something with it and I'm like oh this is just the first movie does Samuel
0: jackson get eaten
1: See, there is a black man i'm willing to bet he does get killed just like sam jackson did perfect except this time he's the in person in charge oh no <laughs> uh and then captain marvel started filming uh and that suit is green i don't understand why that suit is green
0: uh, as our friend, uh, Dan Locke actually pointed out to me, that is the, uh, original Cree color, the Cree uniform colors. So well, it's Cree, probably Cree uniform, tying into that.
1: Green uniform was green and white, I thought.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: Fuck you. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I mean, let me double check.
0: No, you're probably right, but that's just what, that's why it's green, so clearly it's touching onto that, but I don't know why it's green and black as opposed to green and white.
1: Yeah, it's a yeah. Like they're always—that's I thought. When you said tell me that, I'm like, no, they're they're green and white. Yeah, these yeah. are all green and white. Like green, whi- it's like green, white, red, white, blue, white. There's always something white. Not whatever.
0: Not whatever this is.
1: Well, it's yeah. You know, those movies—they gotta make the uniform just look like it's something that someone's wearing.
0: Well, hey, Captain Marvel stars shooting. You know what else start filming? Captain Marvel.
1: That's true. The the, re- the real Captain Marvel. The
0: real Captain Marvel. Uh They're calling it Shazam for some reason. I guess. Um but yeah that's our filming uh today apparently uh January 29th.
1: Sweet. Maybe we'll get some footage or something in uh, Aquaman.
0: I would enjoy seeing his suit.
1: And yeah. it'd be pretty
0: swell if um Superman is in that movie a little bit. It's because I don't know when the next time I'll see Superman will be.
1: Yeah, Superman shows up and says I'm suing you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then the wizard's like, "But uh, but come on, I'm different."
1: But I'm nothing like you. Why are you so mad that I'm more popular than you? Well, I have more money. I'm suing you. Damn it. Fuck you, Fawcett Comics. Fuck you, Fawcett Comics. Man, this movie got weird. This movie got real meta. Turned into <laughs> bird, like turned into Birdman. Crazy. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what else is crazy, Steve. What else this, is crazy? This past weekend of professional wrestling. Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Steve, I watched... Let's see, 8, 11, like 18 hours of wrestling this weekend, Steve. That's a lot of wrestling. It is a lot of wrestling. Let's kick it off with what I watched first on Saturday New Beginning of Sapporo, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, this is a show.
0: I watched that too.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the New Beginning shows this year. There are three shows uh, two in Sapporo, one in Osaka. Uh, basically a lot of mixed tag matches with kind of main event matches that are your key matches. Uh, the only match we're sure really they'd be talking about, Minoru Suzuki, Hiroshi Tanahashi for the Intercontinental Championship. Steve, uh, this match was incredible. It was a really good match. Uh, big match, Tanahashi in full effect. Uh, Minoru Suzuki being a very bad man. And oh, taking, so bad. Taking Tanahashi's leg and just... Uh, Destroying it. Ripping it off, beating him over his head with it.
0: You're never going to use this leg again. <laughs> Ever, this is my leg now, and then he just left with with it.
1: Yeah, this match was incredible. Thirty two minutes, uh, twenty eight seconds. Of uh, just Suzuki fucking brutality. Did defeat Hiroshi Tanahashi, and not not, not by Tanahashi never tapped, never uh, tapped. Red shoes. The ref had to call, call it. Call like no, I cannot let you do this because I know you'll you'll never get up, and I I want you to be able to walk again someday. So he's st- rough stoppage. And Murano Suzuki, that is the, in all his years of wrestling for New Japan, that is the first major title he has ever won. Really? Yes. Huh. So now he's doing some good shit. So that's uh, awesome. I recommend yeah. uh, checking out that match from that show. Uh, that was the biggest thing. Night, night 2. Uh, a lot of major angles. Uh, most of the undercard was uh, mixed tag matches. You know, Stuff building up to Goto challenging Evil and Sonata challenging Okada. Mm-hmm. Uh, the semi-main uh, was uh, phenomenal. That was the Young Bucks against Rapunky 3K for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Uh, I would say that this is probably the best Young Bucks match I've ever seen in my life.
0: I didn't get a chance to watch that one because I didn't realize, as I was telling Bill yesterday um, on Sunday, I did not realize that this new beginning was like multiple days.
1: Yeah. The, you, sometimes it's usually like just a two-day thing, like Saturday, Sunday, but this year they are doing the three days. Okay um some other uh sh- to remember what i man i know some other some other shows sometimes they just use like saturday sunday or one weekend, next week and this one's kind of split up a little more than usual uh but since you saw like some of the angle out of the main event i'm sure you already know how this match ends okay well i'll uh, spoil it for steve here real quick uh which i would still recommend watching this match because this match is masterful uh basically um throughout the entire match it's basically matt jackson just selling his back it's kind of similar going back to what the kind of the Young Bucks and Refunkey 3K did for the Wrestle Kingdom show. Uh, basically very early on Matt Jackson is like fucks his back up hard and it's just him selling the back the entire time. Him trying to do everything he can in this match but his back is just just a fucked. and he's trying to he's trying to will himself as much as possible to put uh, Yo in a, like sharpshooter but he can't hold the sharpshooter. You know, just tons tons of money. He's gonna pick up people and like drop them immediately because he's like trying. His back is hurting him so bad. He's straining so bad. Like this selling was just on a whole another level for Matt Jackson in this match. That's cool. And Nick Jackson is just trying his best to help, but he constantly keeps getting like knocked out of the ring or uh, incapacitated, so he can't do much. And Matt is just t- trying to will himself through this match. And again, bringing back some of the story of the Young Bucks versus Roppongi 3K from Wrestle Kingdom, where the Young Bucks are still at the beginning. Like, hey, you fucking young boys. He yeah, ain't doing fucking shit, like still disrespecting them. And the big finish was – I didn't write this down. I'm pretty sure it was Yo uh, put Matt Jackson in a, in a Boston Crab. And Matt was just like losing his shit and just, yeah. like, can, you know, everything. I think Nick knocked him off, but then uh, Show grabbed Nick, took him down, and then Yo just quickly pinned up Matt Jackson. And boom, Roppongi 3K defeat the Young Bucks – uh, and take the belts back. And it, I thought that was a quick turnaround. But stuff that happened in the main event would proved to uh, kind of make this all make sense. Yeah. But.
0: And the main event I did see.
1: Yes. The main event. Uh, Jay White versus uh, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega coming in as the IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion. Uh, I, okay match. Um, I thought it was much better outing for Jay White than his match against Tanahashi Way was, better. Uh, I think this. I think Jay White can. Work a lot better, Kenny. I think Jay is still still getting his character down, still yeah, figuring yeah. it out. Yeah, good, good back and forth. I mean, there's so many like moments. Uh, man, I uh, I was just losing my mind. Kenny describing Jay is like, "You will never be better for me." He's like whispering into his ears, "Yeah, like you'll all never be ages. on my level ever." Never. You ready? And he's like, <laughs> <him> like <laughs> yeah, you ready?" It's, like he's like, some it's like so so menacing. Like you know, he's trying to fuck this. Like my favorite moment
0: was, "Fuck you, Jay."
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it was a great match and then out of nowhere it's I been, I um... respect
0: Jay White very much cuz there's multiple times in the match where he just looked dead.
1: Oh yeah. He, and he was, was just he was, dying. He was doing an excellent job selling just to be, and then his
0: shoulder coming up is one of my favorite kickouts.
1: Yeah, I um <laughs> I, I immediately recognized what happened. I was listening to some people's kind of coverage of it after the fact, and they were kind of they I was kind of a the confusing spot. I thought, like, right away I knew it happened, I see what happened. Immediately, yeah. But yeah, like, that shoulder just, like, going up, like, an inch off the mat was, mwah, I loved it. That was such a magnifique, magnifique yes. um, moment. I really I really dug that a lot. And the match ended when um, Theron Exchange, Jay White, hit Kenny Omega with, uh, with the Blade Runner, and then the price, easily major upset victory jay white beat kenny omega i mean ok- okada was there on commentary and just looked stunned
0: yeah i liked okada being stunned the He's idea like, that huh? jay white was able to beat this guy that okada could barely beat and even at times just tied
1: yeah exactly and it's like oh my god and it's good that was a great story too because after uh kenny tried to offer jay white to join the bullet club at New Year's Dash. Jay White said, "Fuck you," and did the Blade Runner on Kenny, and that's what kind of set this matchup. And then Okada let invited Jay White to join Chaos. And at the press conference, Jay White is just telling Okada, "Like, well, I'm only in here to get what I need, and don't, don't, don't be fooled. Eventually, I'm going to be coming for your belt." He's mm-hmm. like, "I don't understand why people inside these factions aren't challenging you. Why isn't Ishii challenging you? Like, people should go after ch- be challenging you for that belt just because they're here doesn't mean they shouldn't be striving to be the best." Mm-hmm. And, like a lot of really cool stuff. So I think they obviously have a lot of interest in Jay White. They really have a lot of um goals down the road for him so i think this is good i'm very interested to see where this goes from here he's becoming but too
0: powerful too fast
1: the biggest part of the night two show it was the confrontation after this match so kenny's been defeated hangman page comes down clearly wanted to challenge jay white for the u.s belt he's picking grabbing it from jay white like holding up you know the usual like i'm gonna challenge you thing kenny grabs that belt shoves it off of jay white and Hangman's like pissed, like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes comes down, Young Bucks, Marty Scroll, everyone's like, like Cody's like, What the fuck are you doing? This is his moment. You're ruining his moment. This is his moment to come down here and challenge. This isn't about you, you anymore. Yeah, this is about him. This is about his moment. You're taking it away from him. And they're all fighting, shoving. Steve, my heart started to shatter. When Kenny and this in the scuffle accidentally knocked down Matt Jackson.
0: Oh god, that even that that hurt me way more than when Peter accidentally punches Mary Jane. That's how you properly and, do that scene.
1: And you can instantly see Kenny. I mean, I'm tearing up now because this is, this is like such an emotional thing. T- Kenny looks and immediately, like, like trying to say, I'm sorry. Like, oh, like, he realizes he fucked up. Like, there's, such, there's an accident. Like, he knocked down Matt, whose back is destroyed. His back yeah. is turned to jello from his match, that he lost. And Nick just grabs Matt and he's leaving. I'm out and of right, here. We're, like, we're done with you, Kenny. We're not dealing
0: with this. You got to short this. I love that dialogue. I love that you can hear everything, and I love how simple it is. Just yeah, like we're out of here, out. you you sort this out. We're out of here, not tonight.
1: So everyone's still fighting. scroll and Hangman Page get out of there. Cody's like, okay, you're right, you're right, Kenny. I'm sorry. Let's let's let's, let's get here. We're cool, cool. Let's go. He goes. I'm sorry, you go. lost your match. I'm sorry. Sits, sits down the middle rope to you know try to be nice to Kenny, you know, and everything. Kenny is about to go, back his back is turned. That son of
0: a bitch. Uh,
1: uh, that prick as uh, Don Callis screamed at his microphone. As soon as Cody started attacking, Kenny. Don just goes, BRICK! <laughs> I loved it. And just attacks Cody, hits the crossroads, Tatum Page comes out, grabs grabs Kenny. Cody goes gets a chair. He's gonna fucking murder Kenny when Steve. Uh everyone in this audience, everyone on the internet lost their collective shit and started crying the biggest tears. When down the ramp came Kota Bushy! He saved Kenny. He's Kenny's picking himself up. Cody I'm sorry, Koda. extends his hand. Wanted to get the handshake with Kenny. Kenny first like no, but then Kenny grabs Koda Bushi and hugs him. Steve, it's the biggest the golden hug lovers too. are back. They're together. The greatest romance in, in professional wrestling is back. It's, <laughs> it's happening. Uh, I couldn't handle the Steve. I am. Um, I've been so emotional since Sunday watching this. It's just been phenomenal. Uh, everyone online is losing their mind. Steve, Steve, the golden. Golden Lovers are back. I know this isn't that big of a seminal moment for you, but for a lot of people who have been following this stuff for many, many, many years have been awaiting this moment.
0: I mean, I knew of the history, but that it's still not the same for me since I haven't been watching live for years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, it's I respect what it is, and I thought it was really cool and a really nice moment, but I understand, honestly, why it's so emotional for you and people like you that have been watching New Japan for so long.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So now... Now we just need Kenny to win the heavyweight belt. Um, his uh, his lover can win the intercontinental belt from Suzuki. And then they can watch over their son, Jay White, with the U.S. belts. <laughs> <laughs> just be one big happy family. So, I'm and, then unco- and then the Uncle Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> get, get the tag titles back. <laughs>
1: uh so yeah that was the biggest biggest moment that definitely forced out some stuff on sunday uh for me and a lot of people but let's really rewind re- time let's go back to saturday let's go back to the the land of the wwe let's talk about nxt takeover philadelphia uh you know i've uh, kind of been out of nxt last several months but i always watch takeovers and i always kind of pay attention enough to know what's going on because even if I'm not necessarily caring with the week-to-week programming, I always love a TakeOver. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't get a chance uh, to watch the TakeOver because I spent my time watching The New Beginning on Saturday. So
1: That's totally fair. Uh, I mean, very, very solid show. Uh, Undisputed Era defeated the Authors of Pain for the Tag Team Championship. Uh, Velveteen Dream had an excellent match of Cassius Ono, which he defeated him. Cool. Uh, Ember Moon had a... Uh,
0: I heard it was way too similar to the Suzuki-Tanahashi match.
1: That's really funny, is that... Yeah, except you know, Suzuki was just destroying Tanahashi's leg. Shayna Baszler was just grabbing Ember Moon and putting an arm bar. He wants an arm bar And this and uh, sorry, Ember, you're you're not as good as uh, selling an ar- arm injury or anything like Tanahashi is with that leg.
0: No, I mean Tanahashi's also an ace.
1: He is em- the ace. Ember's good,
0: but she ain't that good.
1: He's gonna need an ace wrap for that knee. Yeah, forever. Because it's dead now. He'll never walk the same, motherfucker. He'll never walk again. suzuki ganichiban. Uh Ichiban. Th- oh, yeah, I did not mention, the press conference after the Suzuki's match, uh, him and suzuki under sprayed beer over everybody. And I <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, that That's was very hard.
0: Just slamming it on the table and then opening it. Also, I started following him on Instagram. Holy shit.
1: Oh, yeah. The
0: first yeah. story I watched was literally he t- took video of his cheeseburger that he got at the airport, except set to dubstep music, and kept zooming in and out to the beat. Yeah, and uh, oh my God, he's the greatest person to follow on Instagram.
1: Yeah, if I didn't say it before, PSA: Follow Minor Suzuki <laughs> on Instagram. It's the best. You'll now regret it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this match of Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler, all I did felt like watching it was, man, I miss Asuka mm-hmm. I, It wasn't good. I, I didn't. I didn't think it was bad. It is just definitely the worst match of the show.
0: Which is too bad because I I do honestly like Ember a lot. But I haven't been seeing much from Baszler that, like, interests me.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched the week-to-week program, so I just know she hasn't done a ton. I've seen her a lot in Shimmer and stuff. I like Shayna a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I'm not knocking
0: her as a person. It's just whenever I've seen her in NXT, specifically.
1: This match just wasn't that compelling to me. Like, Mm -hmm. it just never hit a point where I was interested in it. I was just lots of... Ember selling arm injuries and not doing... And just not. Well,
0: well, here's the thing. Here's why Tanahashi's whole leg thing works way better is because going into the match, that was already a story. The fact that he's so hurting. The mm-hmm. fact that, like, you know, if for six months he should have been, like, giving up the belt and moving on, but he hasn't. He still wants to be the ace. He still wants to defend his belt. He still wants to prove he is what he is. And then he goes into a match against someone as sadistic and malicious as the torturous insane man Suzuki who wants to destroy him and is focusing on his damaged goods all over his fucking body over and over and over again. Versus in this one, it's just uh, a lady that likes to do an armbar against the lady that doesn't have, like, it'd be different if, like, Ember Moon was getting back from, like, a bicep injury or something.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. You
0: know, like, but that's not the case. It's just consistently putting her in an armbar over and over and over again. So, like, I can understand the story they were going for, But by not having a story go into it, it's not compelling like, say, Tanachi Suzuki was.
1: Yeah, it's not like, you know, they showed the footage of uh, Shayna having a match with Dakota Kai and then doing the elbow stomp where you look like her arm's destroyed. It'd be one thing if, like, during a match, Ember Moon's doing something, Shayna Baszler came out and did that to her. Mm-hmm. So, boom, like, going to this match, you have to question, like, how how, 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 how well is her arm holding up? Yeah. Like, if she could be able to handle this, and boom, you're getting those arm bars, like, oh, my God. And, like, you keep, like, having the imagery of her just, like, doing that, like, at another time, coming back into this and doing all this stuff to how these, these, these injuries that, that fueled this match coming up instead of, uh you're a bully, I'm going to fight you. Yeah. Fight you, lady. Yeah so i'm remember, a werewolf uh, maybe maybe i am i'm not sure I i'm know. a vampire werewolf something kind i don't of, know maybe. i like her i just
0: don't know what the fuck is going on right now in nxt without asuka the women's part of it
1: well i mean you yeah, iconic and then i mean
0: i love Kyrie sane but she's yeah, been Kairi injured sane. so she just came back like two days ago at a house show as
1: a surprise Uh, Yeah, Ember Moon defeated Shayna with just a quick roll up. Then after Shayna grabbed Ember and choked her out on the ramp. Uh, Then uh, then we got an extreme rules match between Aleister Black and Adam Cole. How's that? Uh, I thought it was an okay match. A lot of people were saying it was excellent, like their favorite match, like uh, putting it like high tier. To me, it was just a hardcore match. And I thought it was a fine hardcore match. I don't really have much of an interest in hardcore matches usually.
0: Yeah, that's probably the difference. The people that like hardcore matches ranked it high and you don't really care, so it was fine. That's probably like what that g- is.
1: Like, I can rank it as a hardcore match and say it was a really good hardcore match. But as far as, like, when I say, like, oh, man, that match is incredible, I would not. It's like, okay. It's just funny because they have spots in there where basically I'm Cole set up two chairs with the back of the chairs next to each other. Kind of like a, forming like a little pyramid, like a little triangle. Mm-hmm. And then, but then Alister Black got him and then dropped him, like, back first onto that little arch of the chairs. Okay. And it was like, oh, that's a, that's a, I feel sorry for your back that's now turned powder. <laughs> and that got, like, no real reaction. But then Alister Black fell and went through two tables and everyone lost their mind. It's like, work smarter on some stuff. Just, there's spots where it's like, that looks just horrific. Like, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. You're not getting much out of it. I don't know. So, it was like, I don't know. It's not my kind of cup of tea match, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I've seen I've seen pretty interesting, compelling, hardcore matches. This one eh, this is fine. So, Aleister Black defeated Bam Cole. Aleister Black easily is probably the biggest uh, star in NXT right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people pop for black, and for good reason.
1: And then the main event, uh, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas... Uh, I was obviously going to be interested in this match going in because Gargano is pretty a big baby face, big popular man who's having a lot of losing streaks. But can he pull it out? Can he do it, Steve? Uh, no, he cannot. No, he cannot. This match went 32 minutes, 22 seconds. Uh, it, it was an, it was phenomenal, phenomenal match. If you haven't seen if you haven't seen the show, I'd still say watch this main event. It was stellar. Uh, Dave Meltzer and other people were doing their hot takes, saying it's the greatest NXT like takeover match of all time i don't agree with that statement i think it's easily top five maybe top three i think there's a lot better matches mm-hmm. than this one but that's 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 still putting it in really good company yeah like i'd still say it's an easy five-star match still an excellent excellent match that's awesome um, so it, lots of good compelling uh emotional selling from johnny, Gar- johnny gargano is stellar babyface can get the entire crowd behind him and they they wanted him to win so fucking badly so that's really cool. I'm glad that uh, they
0: were able to like really do something special with that.
1: Oh yeah, it was it was very good in that regard. So definitely, uh, definitely check out that match at least from that show. So overall, Takeover Philadelphia really really good show. I, I thought uh, from top to bottom. You know, it's five matches. It, it's like a usual Takeover thing. We're sleep. <laughs> nope, two hours running out. Here you go. Have a nice night. And I'm like, yes, great show. I don't see need ya. We night. got shit to do. Uh, see ya. We got to prepare for our six hour long show the following night. So Steve. Royal Rumble 2018 in the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. See, this is the fifth year running where the Royal Rumble, men's Royal Rumble specifically because there had not been a women's Royal Rumble beforehand. Uh, usually it was booked terribly and was a pretty, pretty bad match. But we will see if they could do a better job this year. Uh, two dark... uh guys, we had three pre-show matches because we had to have a two-hour-long pre-show. Yeah, I didn't realize that.
0: I missed the first hour. <laughs>
1: Well, that's fine. Uh, most of the arena missed the opening match of Kalisto, Gran Metalik, Lince Dorado against TJP, Joma, Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak. Because for the 205 Live uh, match, there's probably only about 205 people in the arena.
2: Oh, that's uh, kind of amazing. They, they,
1: they just keep doing this fucking thing where it's like, oh, the t- doors have just opened. Let's have a match. Like, 60% of this arena, 70% of this arena is not even in the building. They aren't even parked having... yet. Yeah, and you're seeing like, <laughs> this, like, basically, it's practically an empty arena match jesus uh, why I would they do that i had this on i wasn't really paying attention to it i didn't really pay attention to much of the pre-show i didn't really care and there's also the revival beat gallows and anderson then yeah bobby i saw Rude. The, i saw the end of that and
0: then i saw the bobby Roode match
1: and bobby Roode's like i'm on my open contendership for the u.s challenge uh, come on anybody come challenge me and it's like and I'm it's so, and i was
0: like no i was
1: already in the little tournament to decide this i'm gonna challenge i think like, what was the point of this yeah what's like, the they, fucking they, point why didn't they just have the U.S. U.S. championship finals on the pre-show here instead of having it on SmackDown if this is all they were going to do with this? Yeah,
0: I don't understand that decision at all. I was hoping that Ziggler would challenge him and then win the belt and then just re-retire it again. Just continuously oh, not letting the U.S. championship have a home.
1: No, we have way more important things to do as Dolph Ziggler later.
0: Um, but I don't know. You know, I like Bobby Roode. I don't like Mojo Raleigh at all. I was hoping Mojo would at least come out in a Patriots jersey to, like, really sell his fucking heel shtick. Uh, but they didn't, because I, they. it's as if they don't want to actually bite down on him being a heel, but nobody cares about him. Like, nope. like people despise Roman Reigns, but that is still an infinitely better reaction than the dead silence for Mojo Rally. Every time. <laughs> They need to just let the experiment that is Mojo die, and I say that as someone that like kind of liked Mojo when he first showed up, and then that immediately went away in like three months.
1: I never cared for him much in NXT. Uh, Eric Bedore and Brian Abishakra from NXT uh, Four—they did when they did their wrestling podcast, the Golem Show. They they always said he's like the golden retriever of wrestlers. He's <laughs> always like very hyperactive, really excited to see like oh, oh, like he's just a dog, and I just I can't unsee that, and it's still so true. It's amazing. Just him as a human being is just a human version of a golden retriever Yeah,
0: I, I just wish anyone was Bobby's opponent other than that preferably anyone that wasn't already in the fucking tournament but honestly anyone anyone
1: yeah so uh, that was the end of the pre-show uh, opener match for the show was the handicap match AJ Styles against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn I'm very surprised that was the opener Uh, no I'm not surprised it's a hot match get the crowd excited get the crowd going uh, for this very nice Philly crowd, who are very, very awesome crowd the entire time. Always pretty excited, always.
0: Very respectful.
1: Not really shitting on the show like you'd expect, like they have in previous years mm. at other Royal Rumbles. Um, AJ Styles defeated Kevin Owens Sami Zayn, and then the whole big kerfuffle at the end was like, ah, Sami was the legal one. Kevin wasn't legal. Blah, 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 blah. I like
0: seeing all the posts live on, like, the uh, wrestling Reddit of fucking marks that. We're clearly missing the point that that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, oh, what a botch. Oh, total botch. Uh, the ref messed up. And I was like, no, they fucking, they replayed it like six times. They're now yeah. yelling at Shane right now. This is.
1: <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was clearly an angle. Yeah. But people on Reddit always just want to act like they know everything. Yeah. It's, it's a, okay not to know everything. It's okay just to watch the show sometimes. It was a fun
0: match, though. You know, I like Sammy. I like KO. And I really like AJ.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really fun. You know, as far as SmackDown goes, it's like the only story they have going that has any real substance. So it's good that you know they did something with it. I'm yeah. sure this will keep going. I'm sure this will lead to like something else at Fastlane. I think Fastlane is the next SmackDown show before Mania. Yes,
0: it's the it's the next SmackDown show because the Elimination yeah. Chamber is Raw.
1: Yeah, so I mean, that, I'm sure that will build more stuff to that. I, I mean, I think all this is eventually building towards um, probably Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. Yeah, probably. I mean, having a match at Mania. So. Uh, then, next match uh, Usos versus Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Two out of three falls match with WWE ta- SmackDown Tag Team Championship.
0: I liked this match. Uh, I like Gable and Benjamin a lot. Um, I was actually hoping they would win. Uh, but I appreciate how the match went with it being a very, very long time until the first fall happened. Yeah, I dug that.
1: That's how most two the three falls matches go. I think the problem with this match was that they've conditioned audiences to just not expect anything until it comes to the third fall, mm-hmm. and then for the some reason they just made this match to the point where it's like, no, just two falls done. Bye. It's yeah, like... but
0: I respect that though.
1: But the crowd wasn't like into. It. I don't know. Just the crowd, like, it felt like the match at that point just became just like a wet fart. Like no one cared. And mm-hmm. it's, I don't know what. I don't really know what it served. Like why. <laughs> Do the Usos beating the, Chad and Gable? I mean, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, um, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin again. I don't, I don't understand what's going on with these belts. I, I just want them off the Usos, and I don't say
0: that as a knock on the Usos because they're definitely one of the best tag teams in the roster, the main roster mm-hmm. right now for sure. It's just they've had it for fucking forever, and when they didn't have it, New Day had it, and then the Usos got it back. I like I don't know, they're just. I don't know what they're doing with I'm, these belts.
1: I'm sure in the next. I'm sure soon it's going to be Rusev and Aiden English oh, getting the belts. Please. I don't know if they can hold off until Mania because I think that Mania crowd would lose their mind if Rusev won those belts mm-hmm. there.
0: Okay, Bludgeon Brothers take it a Fast Fastlane, and then Rusev and Aiden take it at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, but are the Bludgeon Brothers that credible of a team at this point? Like, I don't why, know. Why not just? Why not just let? I don't know. If they could just decide on a team to have these belts for a while. Like just just pick just pick the Usos or just pick Ch- Gable and Benjamin. Don't just keep have them fighting. And it's like, can we just move on to something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: can agree with that.
1: Can we just move? Are we gonna do okay? Usos, fucking Usos? Seth
0: Rollins and Xavier Woods gets the belt.
1: Seth isn't on SmackDown. Oh, who cares? <laughs> Seth, aka Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> <in> the, uh, <laughs> later on in the show, as we'll get to, uh, we come to the Royal Rumble. Uh, I am not gonna try to go blow by blow here but i will i will i will list the order in which people showed up uh the first two were of course rusev and finn then uh actually by reading this i can probably remember and tell you what happened to a lot of these people uh rusev and balor started the match rhino came out barry corbin came out followed rhino knocked rhino out and then i believe uh Ben dumped Baron, and Baron is all pissed, like, "Oh God!" So when he's later came out, Baron attacked Lee Slater. Hilarious. Heath Slater would serve as our comedy bit for a while.
0: I mean, first of all, I could have really dealt with um, <laughs> just Baron staying out there beating up people coming out for like another couple of minutes. I could have just watched that, but what we got with Slater was
1: even better. So then Elias comes out next. His poor kids. Uh, Playing the guitar. I was pretty I hyped. Attacked <laughs> T. Slater again. Came down, singing some songs. Boom, gets interrupted by the NXT champion, Andrade Cien Almas, coming out.
0: Which was a bit of a surprise. I don't know why, yeah, but...
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what the Rumbles for. Uh, next was Bray Wyatt. Uh, then Big E. And then, number 10. I wanted
0: the pancakes that Big E gave Slater. I wanted that to like rejuvenate Slater completely.
1: Oh yeah, Biggie came out and just shoved pancakes in Slater's mouth. Slater's had a hard time making it. Number his, ten He's necessary. got kids. He's got kids, got kids to feed, take those pancakes home. Feed those kids. Hey Tammy, we're getting a double wide <laughs> uh, number ten was Switchy Ty Dillinger, which who had number ten last year. I was kinda like, eh, but then it turned into Yeah, then it turned into a thing. Uh poor Ty getting beat up by Sammy Zayn Owens. Sammy Zayn's taking his spot. Uh, Seamus comes down at number 11, throws Heath Slater in. Heath Slater immediately dumps Seamus back out. So, Seamus, getting your comedy, quick elimination
0: and in this match. I never thought I'd pop for Heath Slater in a Royal Rumble, but I was pretty excited to see that. <laughs> it's just nice.
1: Uh, next up was Xavier Woods, then Apollo Crews. The number 14 is when Shinsuke Nakamura entered. Hell yeah. This crowd was, this, you know, it goes back to this crowd being so great. They were losing their mind. For I also want to go back. They were definitely losing their mind for Rusev. There was a yes. heavy chance of Rusev Day for him, for, for Aiden English, yeah. for Lana. For Lana, yeah. Like, man, this, they were loving, loving Rusev. I, I ordered my calendar. Oh, yeah, that calendar went up, I immediately ordered. Because someone posted on Squared Circle a couple days before saying, this calendar's coming out soon, and I said, I'm going to own that calendar. <laughs> Every day is Rusev day. It
0: will be mine. Oh, yes. It will be mine.
1: It's already on the way, baby. Woo! Woo! Uh, Then we got Cesaro, Kofi Kingston, Jinder Mahal, Seth Rollins coming out in these flaming pants that just looked awful. Yeah, seriously. He should burn those to the ground. Uh, Matt Hardy came out to no one really caring. Him and Bray Wyatt did some stuff.
0: Well, I mean, people care. They were doing some delete chants and stuff.
1: It wasn't nearly as much as I think they thought it would be. I'm not sure where people are sitting at on Matt Hardy.
0: I, I just wish they would let Matt Hardy record his own stuff instead of the WWE recording it. Because he just uploaded another video to his YouTube about King Maxwell And it was infinitely, infinitely, infinitely better than anything the WWE has produced for him. Well. And there's also a brief shot of uh, Senior Benjamin, who I was disappointed not to see in the Rumble.
1: Well, yeah, they'd have to actually do something on TV with any of those people. I know. Uh, then, of course john cena came out yeah and then we got uh, shane helms aka the hurricane oh i
0: lost my mind that was pretty that was a pretty fun spot that was a great spot that was such a great little surprise um uh, it was it was unexpected because he was on like the and christian podcast just a few weeks ago and they were asking him like i mean do you think they'd uh, bring you know they're doing this whole thing with the cruiserweights and stuff and then you know they're talking about getting a gm and like would you be part of that and Shane was just like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm really out of shape and I'm fat and stuff now. And he would, like, clearly he knew he was showing up and he was super downplaying it. And I respect the hell out of
1: that. Oh yeah, that the uh, <laughs> ruses are all over this entire rumble.
0: Um. So when he showed up, I was excited. I, I, I knew he wasn't going to last long, but fuck, my wife had no idea why I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so I do. I was. I said it to Bill when it, when he came out, though. I think this m- may confirm that he is going to be the GM for 205 Live. But I hope that it's Shane Helms who also signs the hot new free agent the Hurricane. And it's just a continuous fucking bit. Of people of other wrestlers trying to prove that their boss is giving himself the title.
1: Well, two oh five live is already rather a joke. I might as well just go all the way. Yeah,
0: why the fuck not? Honestly. Why the fuck not? <laughs> like, no one cares, so let's make it let's make this the DDT of the WWE. Uh Anyway, yeah, sorry, continue.
1: No, no, I mean, that's that's fair <laughs> observations. I just think about that and think, I don't, I don't think that would help anything. It wouldn't like It wouldn't
0: hurt, though. So, that's fair. at least do that's something fair. different instead of trying to make it another show that clearly still nobody fucking cares about. Because you know what? My favorite match on 205 Live in the past year was their stupid but fun and hilarious Halloween match. Where instead of thumbtacks, it was candy corn. And the commentators sold it like it was the most extreme thing they've ever seen. And that's the sort of shit I love.
1: Uh, number twenty two is Aiden English, uh followed by Adam Cole coming out. That was cool to see. Uh course, you know, one thing I want to say about him and uh Cien Almas, they did come out with like taped up, like they were selling their injuries from the previous night. Mm. Uh followed by uh Randy Orton, and then there was the uh, or, 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 uh, Titus O'Neil, mm. followed by the Miz, and then followed uh, by
0: Yeah, I was happy to see the Miz and the Rumble. I always like to see the Miz.
1: Oh, wait, and then probably uh, the, right one of the biggest surprises of the Men's Royal Rumble, uh, Buyaka Buyaka, Rey Mysterio showing back up.
0: I I heard a few people whispering that that they were expecting Rey to make a comeback in the Rumble as being a surprise entrance. So I was pretty, I thought it was pretty fucking cool to see.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, then the big dogs Roman Reigns, Brrrr. followed
0: by Cold Dust and Number Thirty.
1: Was Dolph Ziggler?
0: I'm going to first say that I was actually... I was happy to see Goldust in the real Rumble. You know, instead of just the Andre the Giant bullshit.
1: hmm
0: And he did not just come in and immediately get eliminated. I was actually... He was actually in it for a little while, and that made me happy to see. He is in such good fucking shape for his age.
1: Oh, yeah. Dustin Reynolds, <laughs> best shape of his life.
0: Seriously. He's lost so much weight. You know, he beat drugs. He beat alcohol. He's doing so much better. And you know what? He beat up a few real names in that rumble at the end there. You know, he didn't He didn't get any eliminations, right? No,
2: he got zero. No,
0: but still, he, he, he held up against who the popular faces are now, and I respect the hell out of that, honestly. And then, yeah, Dolph Ziggler. I kind of lost my mind, because I was just like, oh my god, are they doing it? I don't think that they're doing it, but holy
1: shit. No, Steve, they weren't going to do anything. They had Dolph Ziggler show up, and then just fart around for two minutes, and then get, like, I think eliminated... Somebody, then he got eliminated. I don't. I don't know why he disappeared for a month just to come back I to, don't, do to do nothing. Yeah, really, just to do nothing. Uh, you know, usual rumble matches. You know, obviously there's eliminations all over the place. But really, it really got interesting mostly when it came down to the final four.
0: Yes, this this was honestly the best possible final four. It because as I was talking to Bill, because we Bill and I were talking live last night behind the scenes. Um, in case you want to know how the podcast works.
1: a <laughs> <My> little, <laughs> little, little, little talking shop.
0: Let's <laughs> uh, work the shoot, brother, brother. Brother, brother. Um, like, it completely made sense. It put me on the edge of my seat because you had two fan favorites. Um, Shinsuke, who's at, like, number 14, and Finn, who was the fucking Iron Man of the Rumble, which is cool. Because I, and when he came out as two, I thought that they were just going to, like, shit on him and forget about him. So I appreciate that they, like, respected him to trust him to be that Iron Man number. Yeah, um And then sure. two that the fans hate, John Cena and Roman Reigns. But not only is it the fact that it was two fan favorites and two fan hateds, it's the fact that it logically made sense for any of them to win. Both in terms of kayfabe, but also in terms of actual business reasons. Mm-hmm. It completely makes sense for Finn to win um, and go on to either challenge AJ or Lesnar, more likely AJ, since they established that you can choose whoever you want.
1: No, I would say, actually, I would say he, he would have more business challenging Brock. Cause AJ, because Finn had never lost that belt. He had to relinquish it because of his injury, so he wants to get that belt. No, back. no,
0: logically it makes more sense. I'm just saying both ways. I think it would make sense. That's all. Hmm. Um, Nakamura, of course, winning would make sense. Uh, in order to challenge AJ to get that fucking dream match, that Wrestle Kingdom rematch, essentially. Um, then it would still make sense for Cena to win, because they like to push Cena, and they want him to get that, to break Flair's record and get that belt. And then it makes sense for Roman to win, because, you know, it's been decided for over a year, it's the only long-term storytelling they do, that Roman's taking the Universal title off of Brock or WrestleMania. So I, for the first time in a long time, I had absolutely no idea what was going to happen, and I loved that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was pretty exciting. I was said their heart was racing the entire time because you know, even though we might dog on WWE a lot with all this stuff, it's, it comes down to you. There's still people you like, and you still want to see the people you like succeed and do great things. Yes. So I'm like, I think we called it. Well, next week's episode we record before this one. Uh, I think we did make our predictions. Like I think a lot of people, we wanted Shinsuke to win. Yeah, my money or, was all, on Shinsuke. So we're sitting there. We're seeing Shinsuke Finn, and then Reigns and Cena, and everything keeps happening. Finn gets eliminated, and it's like, <gasps> oh and no! Then you're like you're, you don't know what's happening. You know what's <laughs> happening. You're like, oh my god, Shinsuke! Oh my god, Shinsuke! <laughs> no, Shinsuke! Can we John can we Cena? take a
0: moment to appreciate? Uh, you both suck. As like this one dude in the background was like just clearly in the middle of the two of them, giving them both the middle finger. <laughs> that was my favorite moment at the end of the Rumble.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so when then Cena gets eliminated, so now you just get the big dog, and Shinsuke, and you're just like, is, is Roman gonna win this? Like you're like on the edge of your seat every time. <laughs> Cena, like, just on the edge of a of rope, you're like flashbacks to last time he was in Philly, getting booed out of the building with the Rock, Rock looking very confused. <laughs> and you know you're just not sure what's gonna happen. And then finally Shinsuke dumps Roman, this place explodes. Everyone explodes. online explodes. Yeah, for once, the first time in five years, the Men's Royal Rumble was booked properly. The, peop- the, the person that everyone thought should win and wanted to win won, and it was cool done in to... a
0: good way.
1: Oh, for sure. And then, uh, you know, and then a couple, some people, especially Finn Balor, got some good good push. Get some goodness off this by being in there for an hour, eliminating a lot of people, being a an important figure in the Rumble. Basically,
0: not including Shinsuke because he won it. Finn was probably like the strongest person in the Rumble. And that's good mm-hmm. for him, his character.
1: Yeah, because he ended the longest, and yeah, he has uh, eliminations tied, tied with uh, Reigns. Uh, yeah, tied with Reigns for eliminations. Yeah, in this particular rumble. So yeah, Shinsuke wins. Uh, they ask him who he wants to challenge because this year they made the difference that you can pick who you want to challenge, and he he's like challenges AJ. So now we're going to WrestleMania. The opening match will probably be AJ versus Shinsuke. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But that's yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it was a great, it was a great rumble. It really was. uh, Uh, I've, I've grown up, like, as a kid, Royal Rumble was always my favorite pay-per-view because I liked the Royal Rumble event itself. Mm -hmm. And this was, like, the first Royal Rumble in over five years that was not shit. And not only was it not shit, but it was, like, actively great. Yeah. (laughs) So, I was very excited.
1: I was, I was really happy at this entire, the booking of this entire show, I'm sorry, this entire match. And I, and I highly enjoyed it. Uh, what I um, didn't enjoy is the fact that there had to be a couple matches after this.
0: Yeah, I I don't at all want to claim that I would be able to figure out the timing of the matches better. Because I I don't. But I for some reason, I feel like it would make slightly more sense if the first and the last matches were the Rumbles with all the other matches in between. Because uh, because yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, you it. can't have them back to back. You need to have the downtime. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you had the men's rumble and then the women's rumble immediately afterwards, that it would be totally silent for the women's rumble. Totally, even with like the stars coming out, because people would just be exhausted. Not as not in the sense of being disinterested, just physically exhausted. Especially after everyone's heart raced. But they began with how the Women's Rumble went. Uh, well, it was still really good. No spoilers. Well, spoilers, but... Uh, I thought it was good, but it was also super not as exciting as the Men's Rumble. So while I respect that the Women's Rumble was the main event, and I respect why they did that and what they were doing with that, it might have made more sense of, like, the first match in the night was the Women's Rumble, and then the last match was the Men's Rumble.
1: Yeah, but, if, you know, angles and stuff afterwards. Um, you know, I will give the credit to this crowd. This crowd, we got quiet for the next two matches when it came to the Women's Rumble. Uh, they perked right back up. They are right back on, like, 100% full cylinders, having a good time, cheering for these women. Well, the
0: next two matches uh, are kind of bullshit.
1: Well, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan, I, I had no interest in this match. Because it, it basically came down, it basically became Seth Rollins just... It's the second handicap match of the night. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Fighting Cesaro and Sheamus. Cesaro and Sheamus, who were in, actually, all th- three of these men, not Jason Jordan, were in the men's rumble. Sheamus had the joke spot. So, like, why? These people were just out here and they didn't do very much. And now they're supposed to come out here and have a tag match. Yeah. But, so yeah, Sheamus and, uh, Sheamus and Cesaro defeated them. They got the Raw tag team belts back.
0: Again, because there's no tag teams on Raw.
1: No, we had the Revival, but fuck them. They're just going to get killed by the Legends.
0: Maybe the Legends can win the Raw Tag Titles.
1: Yeah, let's get (laughs) Razor Ramon and Shawn Michael in here. (laughs) Let's bring bring that. Razor Ramon and Diesel, let's have them win something. Sure, fuck it. Uh, It Glenn
0: as Diesel, don't
1: forget. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then, that was whatever. Then the triple threat, like the big match for this uh, Brock Lesnar... Versus Braun and Can team. they
0: make the Universal title matter Any fucking less Because that's how I feel about this goddamn belt At this point Not only does Brock yeah. defend it like twice a year It's always in these A. They're dumb matches because everyone keeps on knowing That it's not going to pass hands until Reigns takes it Which whatever At this point I can't wait for Roman to win the fucking belt Just to get it over with And also he'll actually be on fucking Raw doing shit with it mm-hmm. Um, Which I feel like is Vince's plan I'm getting worked <laughs> <laughs> um
1: god, god damn
0: <laughs> um and then like just oh like first <laughs> i saw someone's comment today and it was pretty fun and somewhat accurate it was like man brock and braun destroyed each other also kane was there
1: yeah gun jacobs uh, future potential mayor of a town
0: <laughs> <laughs> the first mayor that's a universal champion they might have given it to him
1: it's true. He was there to eat the pin. Uh, I- as
0: soon as they announced he was in the match, everyone in the world all unanimously went, oh, so Kane's there to eat the pin. Yeah. Like, they weren't even trying to fucking hide it because there's no logical reason why Kane, who is 97 years old at this point, should be in the Universal Championship bouts whatsoever. And it's obvious why he's in it to eat the pin well- so that Braun doesn't look weak and Bra can't lose.
1: This match was a total car crash. Uh, You just got big guys breaking things, doing things. It was like just a
0: spot fest, which some people can enjoy, but uh, it was just boring.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing they kept going back to is very early on, uh, Braun accidentally hit Lesnar pretty hard with a knee, and Lesnar came right back and just rocked Braun with a punch.
0: And I don't like that. Like, I get that that was his receipt.
1: Yeah.
0: But I don't like that. I think, if that wasn't Brock, because Brock is, like, their paycheck, but, like, if that wasn't Brock, they would be, like, releasing a fucking statement, he would maybe get suspended, he'd at least get talked to, because the fact that he targeted Braun's fucking brain, that's fucked up, man, that's all.
1: Yeah, that's a bit, like, that punch, because I, I saw it, and I was like, ugh, and even then, like, like immediately- Braun was dizzy. Him, immediately, as soon as he hit him, <laughs> yeah, well, <like, laughs> As soon as he hit him with the knee And then it kind of went silent And I can see I can I can read Lesnar's lips Stupid limb, motherfucker right? Well He uh Stuffed him a bit harder And then Bam Hitting the side of the head I'm like Ugh Like he rocked him And then yeah Later when Braun went through the table He's kind of in the fetal position I'm like yeah this, He's concussed He doesn't know who the fuck he is yeah. <laughs> yeah But like yeah I mean that's, we, It's a business where You know there's some potatoes And you get your receipt And you just kind of move on with it I'm sure afterwards like Brock isn't back there saying What the fuck do you do But it's still it's kind of like I don't know, maybe hurt him somewhere else. Anywhere else. in the brain. But this is the man who, using his elbows, crashed them in Randy Orton's forehead and skull to make him bleed. Just because they they can't blade, but I will risk concussing a man to get him to bleed. Copious amounts of blood. Mm -hmm. So...
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's... I will say, um, to slightly give a little bit of, like, positivity to Brock is that uh, something that I have said about Brock for a little while now is that someone in his position strikes me as a person that would be very much like Hulk Hogan in the sense that, like, no, I'm not taking any fucking spots, fuck you. I'm not taking any bumps. Brock is willing to get fucked up, and I appreciate that. He's willing to get manhandled by Braun and other guys to, like, help put them over and stuff. You know, he let Joe whip his ass, like, before the match started at the legendary pay-per-view that will go down in history, Great Balls of Fire... (laughs) <laughs> um, but I, I just want to say that I do actually respect that, you know, even though he's this part-timer that apparently is like a dick of a person based on the stuff that I've heard about him. But I respect that he's willing to be like, no, yeah, put me through three tables, fuck it.
1: No, well, he's just there, he's, he's there to get his paycheck, he's on contract, they're paying him millions of dollars, it's like, okay, let's go, let's just do the work.
0: And I respect that, I really do. Yeah, I just want—I want to give that credit because I just feel like that's something that a lot of people would like overlook, and they only talk shit on Brock for being a part timer and stuff. But you know what? I don't blame him. He outright says, you know, I like doing this wrestling stuff. I just hate the fucking schedule. So no, I don't want to come back. How about we pay millions, to be part time? Okay.
1: Yeah, but his contract is up after this mania. It'll be interesting to see if he's sticking around or going back to the UFC. Who knows? Uh, so, Brock wins by fiving 5 on a chair. Whatever. Yeah. Brock will just keep this fucking belt until eternity, so. Just three more months. Um, yep. Yeah. So, uh, Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, Maria Menounos is our guest announcer. I don't
0: remember her. Who is that?
1: Uh, shit. Uh, I know her mostly because she did, like, the, like, pre-movie stuff at theaters. Okay. And stuff like that. She's she's done a lot of stuff. She's been a a, kind of a she's a fan of the business. She's done a lot of brand ambassador stuff. She's done a lot of stuff with the company. But I know she does stuff outside of it. No, I mean that's cool. I just
0: like yeah. When like half the people were booing her, I was just like, who is she that half these people don't like her?
1: She's just an outside. It's usual people why they boo because she's an outside person. Even though she's a brand ambassador, she's a fan of the company. She even she went to start booing. She's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I like that.
0: (laughs) I didn't even understand why, but I just I appreciate when anyone like acknowledges it without being, like, a fucking asshole about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yeah, I get it, guys, but come on. (laughs) I gotta do this.
1: And then, uh, then the robot herself, Stephanie McMahon, joining for commentary. (laughs) Uh, Jerry Lawler was on commentary, I kind of forgot about that, but I also forgot about it because it just kind of blended into the background, I just tuned him out. The
0: Rumble Royal.
1: (laughs) Uh, But Stephanie, man.
0: Ooh, hers was, her commentary was bad.
1: Hey, this wrestler came out. Here's an interesting fact about them. This is just this is just uh, you know uh, making history. We're just making history.
0: Okay, Stephanie, we get it. Making history. Uh,
1: so, um, <clears throat> so Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch started the match. I
0: thought it was funny, and my wife pointed this out actually. Uh, that Becky, the other Irish wrestler, uh, like Finn, came out at number two and was in the match for a while. We were both kind of hoping. I mean, she was hoping that she would win because she's a huge Becky Mark, but, like, we were both hoping that she'd at least make it to the Final Four just to, like, funny enough, make it the same as
1: Finn. And
2: mm-hmm. as soon as I sent
0: that message to people, she was immediately eliminated.
1: Yeah, Immediately? <laughs> uh, so, and this match should have a lot of people, for, uh, a lot of, uh, not so many NXT people as I thought because they had a ton of returning uh, legends for this match. Uh, next up is Sarah Logan. I think
0: that the lack of NXT people is kind of a smart move because that means that they can yes. have a bunch of new, a bunch of faces that weren't in this year's Rumble for next year's Rumble. Yeah, and I think that's a good. I think that's a good move.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, for sure. Like this is a big year. Big year. Let's bring back all of our our old legends who have been here a long time. Let's do that next. I mean, obviously, there's going to be call ups over the year, but then they'll also be able to like show a lot more faces next year and so yeah that made made perfect sense in that regard Mm -hmm. uh fourth is Mandy Rose uh followed by our our first returning um hall of famer Lita Mm uh dressed uh horrifically
0: (laughs) yeah I mean like she she looked good in the ring she was a little rusty but still good
1: Uh, that fucking moonsault she did on uh, Sasha and Becky she almost landed on her face yeah that
0: one wasn't good
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's like already hard enough to do a moonsault, but you haven't, like, when's the last time you did one? And trying to hit two people, it was like, some of these legends coming back it was kind of like, Ugh. I mean, oh, no. I think they
0: all look good except for Kelly Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty pleased with everyone else that came back, I'm going to be honest.
1: I, I, I'm right there with you. Kelly Kelly was definitely the one where, even, even by her own admission... That was the time period, you know, when they were just hiring models, Mm -hmm. she wasn't exactly the best, and then... I mean, she... I
0: understand why she came back, because, like, at the time, she was, like, doing a lot. Like, she was doing more than other divas in terms of, like, doing, like, a bunch of fucking house shows and doing show after show after show after show show and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I get it, but...
1: (laughs) Uh, Number six was Kari Sane.
0: Yeah!
1: Uh, Dropped a couple elbows. She looked
0: fucking Uh, awesome. She... up, Up to that point in the rumble, I think she looked the best. Especially, like, if you would, like, see Sasha pretending to kick Lita.
1: Oh, my God. I, I laughed so hard. I'm so glad that guy kept put... Someone, someone made a gif of that, of course. Because I saw it when it was happening, and I was like... Uh, Ra- Rachel missed it, and I was just laughing so hard. Oh, those too. kicks. Holy those shit. Those kicks that were, like... Um, might as well be, like, a Miles mile away from, from Lita. It was
0: insultingly bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, so so it was so It's yeah, we get it. Like, not everyone can pay attention to everything going on, but... At
0: least make con- contact.
1: At least, at least try. Yeah. At least try a little bit. You're gonna... I know, but again, you know what, Maybe You're gonna be here another hour. Just... That's okay. But yeah,
0: like, I... I nothing was looking that great. We got Miss kicks, and Lita... You know, again, I think she looks good, but she is definitely rusty. So nothing that she was doing looked great. But then I've, I just felt like Kyra Sane came out. I was just like, "Fuck you! I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Everything's connecting. I'm dropping my fucking elbows, my fucking jumps. Everything looked great." At that point, she was the best looking one in the Rumble, in terms of like what was she actually doing. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that hyped me up, and i I love Kyra Sane. She's a she's a pirate.
1: Uh, I love. I've been I've been in love of uh, Kyrie Hojo. Kyra Sane's name from Japan. I've been in love with her for years. I'm I'm still glad she's. Doing I stuff. started
0: looking up more for stuff. I fully admit that I was introduced to her in the May Young tournament, but I oh, no, but yeah, I started I mean, watching yeah. a bunch of her older matches, and goddamn, she is adorable.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, then number seven is Tamina, looking awful. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck she was wearing? <laughs> uh, she is tied, probably for worst dress person in this entire women's room. Yeah. Tying up in, even overall for the show. Uh, she's up there with Seth Rollins' pants. But,
0: man,
1: I don't know what that outfit was. I mean, Tamina, come on, girl. Yeah, I was
0: just like, oh, Tamina, okay, I actually, I like her better than Nia Jax, so let's see what she does. And then as soon as I saw her outfit, I was like, oh, why?
1: Uh, then Dana Brooke was number eight. Dana Brooke came in the ring. Kari Sane. Put her on top of the top rope and just gave her a light shove, and Kyrie's out of the match. I
0: I like Dana Brooke. I don't love her. You know, like, I wasn't excited, but it's hard to explain. Like, whenever I see Dana Brooke show up, I'm just like, oh, cool, Dana Brooke, okay. But I've never in my life, like, man, I hope Dana Brooke shows up. Does that make sense?
1: No, I'm totally, I'm totally there with you.
0: Because I like what she does, you know? I like the fact that she does, like, a fucking front cartwheel, and then she just poses with her big-ass arms and just like, all right, fuck Yeah! But then at the same time, there's nothing like so phenomenal that I'm just like, I need a Dana Brooke T-shirt.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like Dana Brooke. I've liked her since NXT. I think the my, the biggest problem with Dana Brooke is they called her up too soon. Yeah, I think she was finally starting to get in a good groove. Her and Emma were kind of like a, a pair that kept doing a lot of stuff, and I thought they were really fun. Then they brought them both up. They broke Emma off, took Emma off TV for like forever, trying to do that stupid Emmaline gimmick. Dana got just passed around to all these different groups doing nothing. It's like. And I thought if she stayed in NXT for years; she could have done something. Mm-hmm. So I, I still keep my fingers crossed. I think she still has potential. I think she cares. I think she she tries. I think she's doing some interesting stuff with the whole Titus Worldwide brand yeah. right now. So I, I'm always I'm always keeping hopeful for Dana Brooke. I think I think she can do. I that.
0: think she can do a lot. You know, I don't want anyone to like misunderstand my statement of like I don't care when she's not around as like I dislike her. Again, I, I said that I, I get really happy when I see her. I just feel like they need to handle her in a way that I want... That I feel myself saying, man, I hope Dana Brooke comes out. And beats the shit out of Alexa. Or something. Ask me anything factual, and Alexa... Well, sorry. I said Alexa, and then, uh... <laughs> my dot started talking to me. <laughs>
1: Well, with that, after that great great elimination of Kyrie, saying just a light shove that was man that was questionable uh moved on to tori wilson returning that's pretty cool that's pretty cool she's looking, looking great of course uh followed by sonia deville uh, this is just going to become a whole mess of people coming out but i don't remember anything that important yeah uh live morgan uh molly holly came out that was that was, that was that was awesome seeing molly holly and she this looks is great time- she looks amazing. This is the first instance of the WWE uh, during this Rumble being very selective with their memories of what happened to people and why why they did things and what they did. It's like, Molly Holly, like her finisher was because she has a fat ass. Yeah. You know, Molly Holly, the person they just treated like garbage and called her fat all the fucking time when she was doing her run. Yeah, which sucked. Which we'll get to other people But later. she's looking great,
0: and like I feel like oh, she could be at sure. a full-timer like right now.
1: Just like Mickey James. Yep. So I think she could come back and do some stuff Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. I mean, just seeing off Twitter, like, people, like, have a huge fond memory of Molly Holly. and would love to see her come back and do stuff. Yeah. Great. Uh, following her was Lana, came out, you know, of course, to the F Day. I, I
0: appreciate that Lana actually got mad and started beating up people, because she has uh, been slightly handled kind of like Carmella in a way of, like, she doesn't do much. True. So, uh, she, I, again, Lana didn't do much, but I appreciate that she was starting to get bullied, and she just undid her hair and got really mad. It wasn't much, That's but I just t- liked it.
1: This is my day. I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm, I'm on the floor. Whoops. Whoops. Uh, followed by Michelle McCool. Uh, Miss, Indie, Miss, in- Miss Undertaker coming in here, pretty much being the Undertaker. <laughs> the fucking elimination she got. Yes, yeah, seriously. Like, what are they going to do something with her down the road? What the fuck's going on?
0: Yeah, that was a little weird. Not necessarily in a bad way, but definitely a like, what's going on?
1: Yeah. It's like, I don't think you're doing anything else with her. Why is she getting like five eliminations in this match?
0: She just gets down on uh, one knee and sticks out her tongue and lifts her hand up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Paige, uh, Paige comes out with an urn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> oh my god! If they just use Paige for that, she's pale enough.
1: <laughs> That's weird <fair. laughs> uh, Following Michelle McCool was Ruby Riotita.
0: Fuck yeah, I like I'm uh, I like Ruby. I do
1: I, I've been a fan I am a big fan of her For a long time Obviously back from Shimmer and stuff I really wish She didn't have to Have long hair She looks so much Better for Pixie Cut But for, it's WWE Gotta have long hair
0: Hey at least she has Half long hair
1: It's true She has the still rocking The undercut uh, Someone uh,
0: someone posted A really funny thing With Ruby Where like they posted Her from Shimmer Where she just had Like the shorts or like, not the shorts, but like the, uh, where you saw her thighs on both legs, and then they pointed out yeah. where in the NXT. team, now she has one full pant leg, so they're saying that eventually when she gets fully called up to the main roster, she'll have two full pant legs, and she'll finally finish evolving.
1: It's like, it's like belts and garage. <laughs> As you come up and, and WB, you get more pants. You get more pants. Uh, filing her was, uh, Vicky Guerrero. Oh my god, up. Yes. I was so I thought, happy. It was a nice little spot, nice spot for her to come back and do something. As soon as I heard,
0: excuse me, I jumped out of the couch, I was screaming, my wife was like, what the fuck is happening? Who the fuck is that? Oh my god, she's so annoying, I hate her, I'm just like, that's the point! Yep.
1: Good old it was great, it was a nice little... Good good, good, little, good little comedy spot, <laughs> yeah. got to get picked up and just dumped out by everybody. That's all it had to be, but uh... I liked it. Then, then then, just going back, Carmella's coming out Carmella's like, here, hold this And Vicky and Vicky, just smashed her in the face with the fucking briefcase It's funny, because like, right before that
0: happened I'm like, oh, maybe Carmella would just like hit Vicky in the face With this briefcase But then it, it was the reverse, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'll take that
1: Sure, let's rock uh, So then we got Natalia And then we got Kelly Kelly uh, Winner of the worst dressed outfit In this entire Both, both men and women's Royal Rumbles Yes She's got this like weird like bikini, but this like sweater like this almost like <laughs> she's wearing down. Like, what was that? Yeah, it was it was weird. And then just just Kelly Kelly in the match itself.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: thought for sure there was one part where there were a lot of people were trying to push her over the rope, and I was I was willing to bet money that a titty was going to pop out. <laughs> that bikini top did not look like it was holding up.
0: It wasn't super tight.
1: Yeah, she and then what she tried to do like a. Like head scissors to Michelle McCool. Oh my God, it was pretty bad. She didn't come back in the best uh, best of shape. Like she, I'm sorry, in she's in shape as far as ring shape, as far as doing moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's having a tough time, but whatever. And then we felt the glow when Naomi came out. Yeah, Naomi came out. Naomi was fun uh, in this though, at least. Naomi did get the uh, the Kofi the spot. Kofi's- which I forgot to talk about the Kofi. Kofi in the men's rumble. I uh, was saved by Xavier. Which was
0: hilarious. And like, then, Xavier's just screaming like, I got you! I got you! And then the pancakes!
1: And, yeah, the pancakes. And then yeah, the yeah, so
0: leap for ha- gender. Holy yeah. shit.
1: And then, uh, yeah, Naomi got to have the comedy spot where she was dumped out but dumped on everybody else. So she, would like, hopped up onto the, like, the, the barricade there.
0: Dude, Naomi, just spot. hop on one foot back to the ring. Why are you using this fucking chair?
1: Well, they've already done the one foot spot before. It's got to do something else. Have her walk along, get in a chair, roll across on her hands. Hey, whatever it was awesome. Is <laughs> uh, Jacqueline showed up.
0: That was cool to see Jacqueline. She didn't do anything amazing. I didn't expect anything amazing, but it was nice to see her.
1: Yeah, like like a lot of returning legends. Like, hey, hey, cool, neat. Uh, and then Tatanka came out. That was weird. <laughs> Is that
0: Tatanka? <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man. Uh, so yeah, Nia Jax came out i mean rachel usually have the same complaints about nia Jax's outfit if their fucking little like hip pad things are just a little higher it would make her look a lot less dumpy yeah i can agree like i don't say i don't mean to be i I have nothing problem with nia Jax's body type yeah her body type's totally fine it's just it's the usual thing of dress to like help you don't wear stuff where it just makes you look like garbage Mm And that's what's always going off her outfits, like, come on, can, I, can, no, can no one see this? Can no one figure this out?
0: I am glad, um, in this match, the Nia was at least handled like a monster heel, as opposed to being, like, say, the oh. big show.
1: heel? People would fucking love
0: her. Oh, you know, but just sure. in the sense that, like, she's this unstoppable force, yeah, versus fair, right? versus she's the one coming out, and they're just like, whoa, she's seven foot tall, how can anyone eliminate her? Just for the next person to be, you know, the exact counter.
1: <laughs> yeah, this one just is the usual. She was the usual, like, kind of big show in these type of things where it takes a lot of people to eliminate mm-hmm. her. Uh, next up is Ember Moon coming out, selling the arm still, looking into I,
0: I respect uh, her for really selling the arm. Like, it's just, like it, I kept my eye on her for a lot of, like, the match, even when she wasn't the focus, and she, like, pretty consistently wasn't using that fucking arm at all. So, really, honestly, hats off to her for not forgetting.
1: Uh, then, after her was returning Beth Fuck, Phoenix, yes, the Glamazon. Looking... Looking great. If I could pick two people of the, of the... Actually, there might be three. Well, the third one we'll talk about here in a minute. But as far as, like, of, so far of the returning legends, Beth Phoenix, Molly Holly, they could come back right now. Absolutely. Sure. They looked like they were in great shape. They look like they could still still do some stuff, put over some girls, tell some stories, do some stuff. Mm-hmm. I
0: I loved seeing Beth. I liked the face-off between her and Naya. I wish she was able to do a little bit more to Naya, but as a returning legend versus a current roster member, I understand why they didn't. But yeah, I still I, mean, I still absolutely. wanted to see that, you know?
1: Yeah, and I also really enjoyed, uh, like, Beth and Natalia doing stuff. Yeah, that was nice. Like, like hey, we're, we're back here together. And, of course, Natalia turning up. Off, uh, that's Natalia. <laughs> her right out. Uh, then I wanted Natalia time. to come
0: out just covered in cats. Like, I really want her to... I really want them to just fully go all in on her being a crazy cat lady.
1: Well, they can go back to another... Let's just go back to the women's story lines here. Let's go back to when uh, Natalia... was. Her storyline was that she farted a lot. Let's go back to that. No... Number twenty-five. Everyone's, I think, everyone's picked to win this. Oscar, the Empress of Tomorrow, showed Fuck up, yeah. which had to do a great moment when choosing the ring between her and Ember. They were having a big stare-down. That yeah, was nice because obviously all their history back in NXT. And
0: Ember never beat her.
1: Yep. Goddamn right. And then uh, Mickey James showed up. Uh, I love Mickey. I, I don't know if I. I didn't really feel like putting her in the worst dressed. I thought it was. It was eccentric and wild and I like the big hair she had going for, her, so it wasn't that bad. I liked her outfit.
0: The only thing that might have been a little weird was like the forehead crown.
1: A little bit. But
0: I liked her outfit completely.
1: We're talking hair real quick. Uh, by the end of this in this rumble, Sasha's hair was like so back she almost had like a seven forehead. <laughs> and it was it was getting bad. I mean she already has like a high hairline as it is. And there's just a moment so at the end here where it's like woof, girl shit. <laughs> Uh, following mickey james was the returning Nikki bella that was definitely a surprise no well, we the bigger surprise after that was having to hear that fucking brie mode again and then like brie mode like a stupid techno song my hair had one to explode <laughs> brie bella coming back coming back from retirement brie bella 29 was bailey because i think everyone forgot bailey existed oh
0: fuck yeah that's right bailey <laughs> <gasps>
1: And then number thirty, I think. I think the big one, which I think would have been bigger, had she not had an appearance on WWE twenty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trish Stratus, yeah,
0: and Trish be- was uh, Trish is a wrestler that I'm never given a shit about, but I respect who she is, what she did, and that everyone else did give a shit. I was more of a Victoria mark.
1: Yeah, well, I- now this is definitely come, come back to to uh, the WWE the Raw 20 oh, I'm sorry, Raw twenty five stuff. It's like. If she hadn't been on there, I think it would have been a bigger pop. I mean, obviously Lita was on there, but Lita did the 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 are a bunch of ruses. The oh, well, they didn't add, like she was on Twitter getting all mad that they didn't invite her. And then same thing with, like Molly Hollys was like making big posts of like saying people keep saying I'm in the Rumble. I I called WWE. They're saying that I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to be there. And then mm-hmm. boom, they show up. And there, a lot of people were handling it really well, doing surprises. I think if Trish had said nothing, was on Raw 25, and then her music hit, I think this place would have blown up way bigger. Yeah. Because it would have been that, that much bigger of a return for mm-hmm. her. Yeah, I can and understand it, but, that. Because she's still extremely popular fans. Mm-hmm. And, and she looks she looks
0: better now than she did, honestly. Uh, well, I, she got her implants out, and I think that's... And she's been doing a whole <laughs> lot of yoga, so she looked a lot more athletic, in my opinion, in terms of like how she was able to do stuff.
1: That's fair. As, far, as opposed to being athletic, but also having the body that you had to have back, Yeah, you know...
0: Hey, I'm Mr. man. You better have tits and blonde hair.
1: So she was doing great. Got lots of good, you know, satisfaction. You know, she was, she's right up there with uh, Beth Phoenix and Molly Holly of people that I could totally see coming back. Yeah, I agree. And doing something. I'm and, glad that her and Mickey had their face off. Yes, that was great. A lot of references to their, to their, uh, their, um, what was it? Did they have a Mania match? I can't remember which was the big one for them.
0: I honestly forget. All I know is that I kept on rooting for Mickey real hard.
1: I know which one it is, I, I know they had, uh, whatever, sorry, I apologize on my my knowledge on that. Yeah, so that was big, so obviously everyone's in here. Uh, and the surprise
0: uh, entry 31, Stephanie McMahon.
1: I, <laughs> God, Steve, I mean, we may, I joked about it, but I was legitimately, I was legitimately surprised that Shane McMahon didn't come to the Men's Rumble, but also I was really surprised that we just didn't get some big fuck you moment of, I'm Stephanie McMahon, this is all about me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I respect whoever made that decision to like hold back on that.
1: So you know, we get down to the wire. We're kind of some doing a lot of similar things. But the final four, of this one ended up being the the, the Bellas, you know, Brian Dickey, Sasha Banks, and Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, I don't. You know, th- by this point, it's kind of bumming me out a bit because I was kind of sitting there thinking, you know, I'm liking this, but this match isn't as good as the men's. Like, as far as booking, as far as getting me excited, it's like, I was not... it's a
0: good Rumble, and it's definitely better than like many men's Rebels in the past, yeah. but tonight's, well, not tonight's, but this men's Rebel was so good. It raised mm-hmm. the bar to a degree that I feel like the women's Rebel just couldn't have matched. And yeah, not, not at any detriment of, like, the skill of the women, just the simple fact that that one was so good. You know, like uh, Okada Naito, compared to Okada Omega.
1: Oh, yeah. Okada yeah. Naito,
0: still an amazing fucking match by all accounts. But still felt like a disappointment just because of how insane the previous year's match was.
1: Uh so basically this is kind of when we're definitely getting some major feel feels like more heelish uh Sasha finally coming out here. Which was nice. As as she's kinda of like her and the Bellas are like beating the fuck out of Asuka. Heel Bellas, heel
0: Sasha is the Sasha that is meant to be.
1: Well yeah, but you can't have that, Lord forbid. So like but, but it looks like they're finally building more towards that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Bailey uh,
0: betrayal was a nice touch for that
1: and they dump out um oh yeah that, that's right when she like grabs bailey and just dumps her out yeah uh so the bella's turning uh sasha dump her out and then her you know Bree and um nikki are kind of like, yay then nikki just dumps out Bree, and i I didn't go back and rewatch this rachel said it looked like Bree broke her nose i mean it,
0: she, it looked like she hit her face and then she was just grabbing her nose afterwards
1: and I thought I saw some red, but Rachel said before that it looked like there was. She was covered in red. It I mean, like, it could I,
0: have been red, but she wasn't she also wearing like bright red lipstick that could have smeared?
1: That's entirely possible. So I'm gonna go back and check that because yeah, sometimes yeah, sometimes you can have a little whoopsie. And so yeah, we came down to Nikki and Asuka, and of course you're like, I don't, I didn't. My it wasn't that heart racing moment as it was with Shinsuke because I, I, I it I wasn't like,
0: heart racing because it makes absolutely no sense for Abella to win.
1: I mean, there's there's history between Nikki and Charlotte, so they could go back to that. But I was like, I was sitting there like, I don't think they would do that. So it so when Asuka won, it was like, oh great, that made the most logical sense. I like the kind of finishing bit, which I was like the way that
0: the, the fact that they were both over the top yeah. rope on the apron. You know, again, like we kind of expected Oscar to do it, but <laughs> the way that they did it was still like it was a unique way to do it. Yeah, so pulls I respect it. Over that.
1: with her leg, drop kicks her leg, she falls down. Everyone loses their mind because hey, Oscar won. Basically, for both win the, the the person that everyone thought should win, expected to win, actually won. Imagine that. Yeah, and, and like that. I mean, a lot of people on Twitter, like a lot of people of Japanese descent or suburban wrestling fans, are right, like having great moments. Like, hey, two Japanese and, winners the same night that aren't that aren't portrayed as evil foreigners
0: <laughs> or sumo wrestlers. Or throw or throwing salt in people's
1: faces because they're racist. You mean Hawaiians? Yeah, like pretending to be Japanese.
0: To be fair, at least eventually they started um, billing Yokozuna as being from Polynesia. Yeah. Eventually. Oh
1: man. People are like,
0: "Why did Mister Fuji come out with the f- with the Japanese flag?" Though. Well, Mister Fuji was from Japan. He was just celebra- celebrating <laughs> himself.
1: You say he can't celebrate his heritage? You're,
0: <laughs> racist. <laughs> You're fucking racist.
1: Uh, so Asuka, Asuka's there, uh, Bliss and uh, Charlotte that we're seeing ringside, they come in like, I thought hey, that was Bl- kind of
0: cool, the idea that like both of the champions are there to like watch this
1: mm-hmm.
0: And then they both get in afterwards and lift their belts, standing around Asuka Who looks like, uh, adorable, and I don't want to say that because I believe Asuka could murder me Because she is also terrifying But I love the fact that she looked like she was a kid in a candy store Just like, Woo, which one do I want? It was great. I
1: thought it was going to become like her challenging both of them. Yeah, I was.
0: I thought it was going to be. I want you both.
1: Or, I mean, I was still, I still want her to challenge Charlotte. I want mm. an Oscar Charlotte match so goddamn bad. Me too. And then the words of Joan Jett starts blasting in this arena, and I go, "Oh no!" And I just sit there like, uh, "Can the camera turn?" I don't know who this is because I don't follow UFC. I didn't know this was her fucking theme song.
0: I knew enough to know it was her theme song.
1: Camera turns ronda rousey she walks out oh it's a big ruse her whole like <laughs> going to south america posting pictures from south america all a big fancy ruse she's here she's gonna come down to the ring she's gonna point a lot smile a lot and then go from stephanie smiling to, to looking hand. tough awkwardly and then shake hands with stephanie then, then point some more Then leave and i just sit there mad
0: oh uh, super lame ending to an otherwise really good show
1: I, I hated this ending. I, I, I understand why it's here, because it's a business. It's all big headline <laughs> grabbing. But I feel as far as your 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 first Women's Royal Rumble, you get your winner. It's her big moment. I want to know who she's challenging at WrestleMania. And I, we don't find that out. Instead, it's all about, hey, Ronda Rousey. Oh, my God, Ronda Rousey. And like, no, what, what about Asuka?
0: Yeah, what about Asuka? I care about Who's
1: Asuka. It's a pretty big moment. Asuka won. The Empress of Tomorrow is here, baby. What you going to do about it? Instead, it's like, oh, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey. Oh.
0: I'm on pl- the point. I'm a point. And, and I feel, uh, I just, again, like I, like you said, I get why they did it for the business reasons. But I feel that they could have had Asuka make her choice. And then they fucking leave. And the Stephanie gets into the ring to start bullshitting about the revolution or some bullshit that no one cares about. And then Rhonda comes out. And the exact same thing can happen without stealing Asuka's moment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what sh- honestly should have happened, in my opinion. Because I, unlike some people that are super complaining, I'm interested in Ronda in the WWE. You know, because she's a tough, she's a tough gal. She's a huge fucking fan of wrestling, and to me, I think that's great. And she's been signed full-time, so she's not going to be some part-time or celebrity-only thing. I'm really interested to see what she can do in this, and I think it'll be good business-wise, because even with her two losses, she's still one of the biggest names in terms of female athletes and female fighters. So I think signing her makes sense. I think it's good. But I was still really pissed off that she that they ruined Oscar's moment by taking the spotlight off of Asuka just to have Ronde, Ronda Ronda Rosie uh point at a sign for five minutes. Silently.
1: Is, I don't I gotta ask, is it a bit that you keep saying Rousey? No, I
0: just I always accidentally say Rousey instead of Rousey.
1: Okay. I, I mean I like it if it's just a bit like you're intentionally missing.
0: No, mis- I saying. wish I was intentionally doing it. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't really give a shit about Ronda Rousey. I understand her significance in pop culture. Whatever. I respect everything she's done as, obviously, you know, her abilities and everything like that. I just thought she was one of those people that... You know, a lot of people, when they get humbled, they, they learn from it and do something with it. She just ran off. Mm-hmm. That's that's my that's total, like, armchair opinion about the whole situation. I, I I hope she does well. I mean, I if I have to see her and stuff, I hope she's good. I hope she can... Adapt to wrestling. I hope I can learn to like her as a wrestler more than I kind of ca- more than I kind of cared about her as a UFC fighter, mm-hmm. pop culture figure. Uh, hopefully they can do stuff. I am interested in her promo ability.
0: Yeah, I am as also interested, as an interested actor. in that because I've heard a lot of bad stories about her as an actor. Yeah. Like, to the point where there's multiple films in production with her that had to be canceled.
1: That's what I mean, like, years ago. is like, hey, she so been in Roadhouse, all this other stuff. Then you're kind of like... Where, what happened to that? Where, where, where's that at? What's going on with that? So, and I, even then, I'm, I'm just curious to see how this experiment turns out. Because while a lot of people say she's a big deal, I know she lost a lot uh, from those losses in her handling of them.
0: And I so think I'm she's curi- still such a recognizable name that even with the losses, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be interested. I'm interested. I'm not trying to like be negative Nancy right off the bat here. I'm, interested, I'm just interested to see how it turns out and if it's worth the uh, amount of money they're paying her.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm... I'm optimistic. Uh, I don't think that she'll really be worth the amount of money they're paying her. Um, well, let me let me uh, update that sentence. I don't think she'll be worth the amount of money they're paying her in terms of in ring ability, but in terms of like financial um, financial gain and like news coverage, I she's probably gonna. They're probably paying her
1: the right amount of money. And I also hope she just doesn't become a female block female Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about most of Brock's matches now. I don't need to see a female version of mm-hmm. it. I'm, I'm, suplex, 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 armbar, hammerlock.
0: Well, I think she's gonna go. She's gonna have an interview with uh, Alexa Bliss, and then Alexa's going to escape through a window <laughs> to get away from. I don't know. I don't know who Alexa's partner could be. I don't know. I was pulling that out of my ass just to make a. Roddy Piper reference. Uh,
1: she just gets up and hits uh, Rhonda in the face with a coconut. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, so that, that was the uh, the Royal Rumble 2018. Uh, pretty solid show. I thought the Rumble matches were good. I didn't give really much of a shit of the other matches.
0: I liked AJ's match. I did like... Yeah, sorry. I, I
1: keep forgetting about that. Yeah. I liked
0: the Usos match. Um, and I liked both the Rumbles. I did not care about the other two. Yeah. And as much as I personally like Bobby Roode, Mojo is so not anything at all inside the ring or outside the ring that I didn't care.
1: Uh, Stevie just gotta learn to get hype.
0: No. But, that being said, both the Rumbles were so good, especially the men's Rumble, that was like the most hyped, most excited, most tense, most heart-pumping thing I've seen from the WWE in a long time. Uh, just because of the Rumbles by themselves, never mind the other two matches that I do like, I do honestly think that this is probably the best wwe pay-per-view i've seen since i started re-watching wwe like two or three years ago
1: uh yeah i i think i i don't know i'd have to go back and look i, I feel like i can I mean, agree
0: with maybe you. there was something else that i'm forgetting right now i don't want to act like this is the word of my god but like i just feel like every single wwe pay-per-view i've watched for the past three years has been like yeah that's fine or that's pretty good this was like the first one in years that I've been like fucking Jesus Christ I'm actually standing right now cuz I'm so excited to see if Shinsuke wins. So, and you know they they got me especially with that final four. That was masterful. That was really masterful. They knew what they were doing. And I wish I could see this WWE more often. Not yeah. necessarily the people that I want to win winning, but doing it in such a way that I'm really invested in who does win.
1: Yeah, I can't can't say that better myself.
0: You know, uh, you know, especially, you know, we did the uh, Wrestle Kingdom episode last month, and, like, that show blew away anything else I had seen, and obviously Rumble is still nowhere near Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. but, like, it's just, it's so jarring to watch Wrestle Kingdom and, like, see what good wrestling is even with almost no investment in any of these characters, in any of these matches, and being turned into a fan for so many of these characters just because of Wrestle Kingdom but then finally seeing, like, Rumble and being like, oh, oh the WWE can be good it can bring its fucking A-game so why don't they?
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's really funny. This weekend, the biggest like theme of this weekend was a lot of people, c- jokingly, but I'm sure some people were being serious, which I don't know why you would be jokingly saying that. You know, for it, like everything switched. Like the WWE this weekend was all about work rate and good matches, and New Japan was all about storytelling, which is silly because that's that usual trope that everyone tries to dog on Dave Meltzer about. It's like no, there's there's always plenty of storytelling going on in New Japan. This weekend yeah. was just some like major things happening Mm -hmm. that were just like rocking a lot of fans a lot of getting a lot of people talking
0: yeah i thought this was an interesting weekend where the storytelling on both shows and the wrestling on both shows was really good yeah and that's cool that's good i want wwe to be good
1: oh yeah because we we, you most people we watch it i mean i don't watch raw and smackdown but i know i listen to podcasts i listen to people who do watch it and i don't want them having to watch bad stuff Mm Cause the, I mean, as fun as is, people complain. I'd, I prefer people have a good time. But then, if it's good, then that means that I can go back and like watch the Hulu version of it or something and see some good stuff. Yeah, I'd like to do that. You know, I a mean, bit. You know, I think so I think we'll leave it at that long weekend of wrestling. And hopefully, we won't have any major stuff like that for a little while. Lots of stuff uh, stacking on top of each other. If you thought you enjoyed, if you enjoyed the shows, and you want to send us your feedback, what you thought about it, like if hey, did you think someone else was going to win? What were, you know, what kind of stuff is going on there for you? Uh, please email us at moviefilmsbillandsteve at gmail You can also find all of our episodes uh, moviefilmsbillandsteve at You can check out this week's episode, our review of Kingdom Twelve, as well as the incredible Return of the Killer Tomatoes review and the uh, good review of eh uh, film uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, <laughs> rounding out the views good in January. <laughs> episodes and of course you can find us on facebook and on itunes uh, like us leave a comment subscribe to the five-star review that'd be the sweetest thing you could do and we're also on stitcher on the website and the mobile app and as always you can find me on twitter at level bill
0: and of course folks you can check out my film silver spotlight films.com facebook.com slash silver spotlight films if you'd like to see my cosplay me being a hero making children happy you can head over facebook.com slash the amazing spider steve
1: fantastic uh, well as always guys i've been bill i've been steve
0: did you see it did you see it did you see it did you see it did you see it
1: are you asking if i saw it yeah yep